find Adam. Some more exciting answers to the baffling and intriguing questions of science. Up and Adam, science on FBI. Up and Adam is back for another week. I'm here with Dr. Alice Williamston. Hello, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. How are you? I'm great. Uh, today we are talking about the Australian of the Year. It was announced over the long weekend and it's someone called Michelle Simmons. Who is she? Yeah, she's a fantastic scientist, Professor, Mel Sh- Mich- excuse me, Professor Michelle Simmons, right. um, who's a Sciencia professor, professor at the University of New South Wales. Um, and she's a fabulous um, quantum physicist um, who is one of the world leaders in her field and certainly a leader in Australia. Great. And what is a quantum physicist? Well, um, quantum physics and quantum physicists look at um, nature. They look at nature from the the very smallest and most um, kind of smallest energy scales that we have in, in nature. So they're looking at atoms and subatomic particles and trying to understand how the universe and the world is made up um, in this very fundamental theory in physics. And Michelle Simmons has has, has adapted this theory, um, along with many others, to really try and, and look at developing a new type of computer called a quantum computer. Right. Um, and what would a quantum computer do? It, this is a little bit beyond me. So. Well, um, a quantum computer is it, they 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 sort of exist and sort of don't. I'll explain that in a minute. But they are really going to advance what we can do phenomenally. Advance what we can do with an ordinary everyday computer. I mean, I know computers are pretty great. They're great for memes and cat videos and all sorts of other things. Yeah, that's as far as I use computers. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, all sorts of other things. But they pretty much work, have been working the same way for about eighty or so years. So they're made up of these electric circuits and different parts of the computer are either on or off. They're either one or zero. Um, And this kind of uh, binary sort of uh, way of of coding uh, signals uh, means that although they can be very effective and they can process code quite quite quickly, they have to do it in a linear fashion. So they're reading one line of code at a time to kind of get the computer to do a task. Whereas in quantum computing, rather than being made up of electrical circuits, the computers are going to be made up of small particles that are suspended in a magnetic field and cooled down to very low temperatures. And rather than being made of bits, they're going to be made of quantum bits or qubits. And because of some really um, strange and wonderful uh, wonderful laws from quantum physics this means that rather than just being on or off these quantum uh, these quantum bits can actually be something called superimposed which means that they can be um, a vast range of positions between zero and one between on and off which means that they can do far more complex uh, calculations especially when you pile up different qubits to make up the computer um, and if you manage to do something called entangling those bits so that they are some somehow kind of intrinsically linked to each other the number of calculations that a computer a quantum computer can do at one time is so um, astronomically greater than a regular computer that they'll be able to solve some of our problems some things that we can't do at the moment some things that would take thousands of years to solve using regular computers could be solved in perhaps minutes with quantum computers so things like breaking codes um, understanding the weather understanding even you know climate models doing more complex kind of modeling and something that I'm really interested in too as a chemist is that they could help us to unlock uh, some of the secrets 
or some of the 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 kind of coding and modeling that we need to do to be able to design very effective drugs before we make them so we might be able to predict which one molecule to make for a disease to cure it rather than making hundreds or thousands and testing them one by one wow it sounds like she certainly deserves it because it sounds like that's cut a lot of people's work not even in half in a, a millionth of a yeah um what I was going to say is that I really liked that she said that it kind of pushed her forward whenever people were surprised by her taking an interest in things that were really hard and it kind of encouraged her to solve harder puzzles. Yeah, um, yeah, that's something she really mentioned in her address for people to strive to do the difficult things and that's something that's motivated her throughout her career. In fact, in the ABC article that I uh, linked to on Twitter, if anyone wants to check it out, she mentioned um, that she was inspired to take up physics um, after playing chess with her dad as a young as a young girl and, and being able to beat her dad at chess and surprising him and thinking, oh, I wonder if I can surprise people for the rest of my life. And lots of what she talked about too was in terms of, you know, as as a quantum as a quantum uh, physicist specialising in quantum computing, it's quite a niche area of science, and it's also very largely male dominated. So yeah. there's about five to seven percent of people in that field are, are women. Um, so she's paving the way, not only as you know one of our greatest scientists, but as as um, as a woman in this field, and wants to do more. Probably in a role this year as Australian of the Year to encourage young women and and men to really strive to do the difficult things, things like quantum computing or other areas of science or whatever you you know, whatever you feel motivated to do to go out and do that and to not be afraid of, of facing a, a you know a big challenge. Fantastic. That's Michelle Simmons. Sorry, she is Australian of the Year and she's definitely somebody to keep an eye on. But we are in the midst of Up and Adam with Dr. Alice Williamson. How you doing? Pretty good. We've had a, a dance and now we're back to do some more science. <laughs> um, so this topic is a little bit scarier than the previous one. US soldiers have been revealing dangerous information by jogging. Now, when I first read this, I thought they were like tapping out Morse code with their feet or they were just talking about army secrets, like gossiping. Um, but it's actually kind of a little bit simpler than that what happened yeah they're not sharing secrets in their running groups <laughs> yeah um yeah this is a story that i read about yesterday and um, it was actually um really first picked up on after a tweet from uh, a student from the australian national university nathan russa yeah. and he's um, studying international security there um and he was having a look at um a data uh, map a global heat map that had been published um, back in November last year by um, a company called Strava which manage a fitness tracking app and and their app is synced to people's phones to devices like the Fitbit and there are many others available that people use to you know try and encourage them to to do some running and maybe to show off how far they've run with their friends and and to to keep a record of, of where they've run to and how they're improving their personal best well, it turns out that a lot of soldiers must like to use these uh, Fitbits for training um, and they haven't um, seems like they haven't switched off um, on their secrecy function um, the the kind of the signal that's sent from their devices up to the cloud um, and basically this student Nathan Russo was looking at this map and he thought he'd have a look you know in in some different cities places like the US and Europe are really 
very bright on the map. Sydney is a bit of a gold glow from all those people running up at Bondi. Um, <laughs> but when you go to somewhere like Syria or some places where there are conflict um, conflict zones, um, the map is very dark apart from some very uh, easy to spot kind of light uh, lit, lit up shapes that you could found on the map. Wow. I remember Spotify did something similar to this uh, maybe last year. They said, this is what everybody's listening to all over the world. And they gave you a map and it was all glowing. But I guess with Spotify, it doesn't, um, I guess, reveal sort of running paths and areas where soldiers are potentially secretly hiding yeah so that's that was the you know the worry from from this story that some of these you know these shapes that are popping up in places like syria and in somalia and in um, other places in africa um are very clearly outlining the perimeters of u.s bases mm. um and people are, are, are varyingly worried about this so lots of people have said well it's not such a big breach of secrecy you know with satellites now People are aware of, of the locations of most U.S. Army bases and indeed Russian Army bases because some of those have shown up on the map. And But the problem is that with this kind of the glow, the heat map, the glow um, shows up in, for example, the places where soldiers might congregate most frequently or the routes that they go running or perhaps the supply uh, routes to these bases um, and it seems like something that's been really overlooked by the US defence or uh, force um, because it's giving away this data and I think there's probably going to be some changes in procedure in terms of them switching off um, you know the communication between their devices and the cloud. Is there any other information on the map? Like, can you zoom in and find the users or is it just the light? So it's the Strava have been really clear clear, clear and, and very clearly saying that um, this is anonymized. So it's it's not data that says, you know, Ruby has done five laps of FBI and Alice has only done three <laughs> um, because it's anonymized. So we can't see who who's... Um, who's 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 done this you know particular run but some cybersecurity experts are quite worried that you know if there was a cyber attack or some hacking that maybe it would be possible to reveal the personal data um but the company's been very quick to say that you know they're very careful to anonymize it um it's interesting to note that um in, in one of the articles that i read about this um actually the the pentagon distributed two and a half thousand fitbits in 2013 as a kind of uh, test pilot study to see if they could combat obesity in the defense forces and interestingly there is no glow coming from the pentagon so the people who work in there who are wearing the fitbit have apparently got the memo and switched off this <laughs> information but perhaps other soldiers um might be following suit yeah or it could be a personal device as well so yeah. that's a chance so i think you know it's it's one of those things that something that uh you know this the use of technology, which we know is fantastic, and it's not something to be um, well. I I believe it's not something to be um, to be too frightened about. But we can see what happens when things sort of advance, and we haven't sort of brainstormed all the possible uh, outcomes or limitations of that technology. And I think I think there'll definitely be a memo going round uh, the U.S. troops today. I, if it didn't go around yesterday, absolutely. Has the data been taken down? So I'm not sure if the map has been taken down this morning. There were some comments that people thought it might not stay up there for too long yeah um, but i haven't checked this morning so maybe some of the listeners Ooh. can go up and check and see if they can still find <laughs> have it. have a look see if you can spot yourself um and the moral of the story here is obviously uh if you are revealing
feeling a sensitive location, maybe turn your location apps <laughs> off. Yeah. That sort of stuff. Read your privacy policy, all that sort of stuff. Um, thanks so much for coming in, Dr. Alice Williamson. It's a pleasure. I'll see you next Tuesday yeah. at the same time. See you next week.